So welcome to this first ever episode of Decapod, and it's great that you can join us today. I am Terry Cook, and I am one half of your host. You'll be delighted to hear that it is not just me, because before I even introduce this person, I made like a little list of, of qualities that people can bring to the show. So the, the other person I'll be introducing in a moment is bringing charm and wit and banter and intelligence and even knowledge. I got to my section and I thought, what am I bringing? I know, I'm bringing Emma Morgan. Emma Ah, Morgan. And really good Wi-Fi connection. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, I've got, uh, yes, I'm staking claims that I've got good Wi-Fi connection. I thought you were going to say good wife. I've got a good wife. Yeah, but she's not coming, but we've got a good (laughs) Wi-Fi connection. So, uh, yeah, uh, welcome to Decapod. Emma, what is Decapod? <laughs> Decapod is the name of a podcast, a name you hate, but you kind of <laughs> begrudgingly let me have because I got excited when I came up with the word. But it's about, it's a podcast about decades. Um, so looking at each decade, reminiscing about what we were doing in them and sort of taking each episode sort of a year at a time. I'm sorry, it's not about crustaceans. If you are here for those, you need to find another podcast but listen to ours first and then go and get your crustacean needs fulfilled i mean i I just want to touch on that point because it was only about 10 minutes ago that i found a decapod was an actual thing and that word that you just said that i can't pronounce i like lobsters and pr- not prunes prawns <laughs> it's not lobsters and prunes lobsters and prawns and stuff like that so i was i was actually like really chuffed to find out that decapod was an actual thing but no there'll be no talk of lobsters here or prunes <laughs> unless they're featured in one of our years oh give me a lovely shelled prune lovely soft shell prune for dinner well i'm sure we'll come across jaws at some point oh yes yeah and the the yeah, there's, well, I'm trying to think of lobsters in chat. Char- anyway, I don't know. Either way, Decapod, yes, we're going to be talking about decades and about the years within the decades, almost reviewing the years. And um, not that we've got any, you know, knowledge or insight in particular. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Experience? No, that's not it. Qualifications. Uh, yeah. Not that we've got any qualifications to it, just purely wisdom and wit. So um, we're going to start off next week with the 1990s and we're going to be starting off in 1990 and working his way up but um just before we get there i think i'd just be interested to know what's your favorite decade Emma? well it is the 90s in fact i can't just pinpoint my favorite decade i have my favorite year and i live by this year oh this is going to feel really stacked so sorry guys this is just <laughs> It's just like not loaded at all. I love lots and lots of years and I will have appreciation for all of them. But for me, the world peaked in 1995 for so many reasons. So the 90s in general is my favourite decade because it's that we're both the same age, um, aren't we, Terry? We're um, both, uh, well, you're approaching 39. I've seen that milestone and we're sort of facing 40. Um, So that was that kind of, we were teenagers. It was a really cool decade to be a teenager. Like the music scene was really good. There's loads of really cool films. Um, Yeah, and I I just really, I've got a lot of fondness for it. Um, So definitely the 90s. And then also 80s do love a lot of 80s pop culture and films from the 80s as well my all-time favorite film is from the 80s but we'll save that for another mm-hmm. season see the 90s for me is it's a weird one because in, in terms of like you say pop culture 
yeah, definitely the best decade of all time. Um, but I didn't have a good time in the 90s. I don't want to go down the, the rabbit hole of talking too much about my teenage years. But no, that wasn't a fun period. And I think it was it was that that pop culture and then some of the, the stuff that was coming on TV around that time and the films that were coming out. And like I said, the music scene that, that kind of got me through. It was my escapism. Um, stuff like the X-Files, looking at that and, you know, that kind of stuff. And even the Spice Girls. Um, but having said that, I was listening to uh, today the uh, 1990s, some sort of 1990s mega mix on, on Spotify. And there's some crap. <laughs> there's some <laughs> absolute dross there. Um, I say, we must have been doing similar prep because I have um, kitchen music. So that's like on a Sunday I get my pot son and I've got a four-year-old and, we, and we'll put some music on and he'll probably pop in the kitchen. And he was loving 90s rave tonight. We had Ecuador uh, on, if you can remember that, that absolute banger of a tune. Uh, but yeah, he was liking a bit of Baby G as well. Baby G. See, ah, Baby G. Uh, mine was Gina G. Gina G baby, came on. Is it Baby G or Baby D? Let me be your fantasy. Oh, I don't know. You've said oh, that. I don't know. I think it might cool. be Baby D. <laughs> it's got a baby in it yeah but I, I just i took me straight to oh i just a little bit did that oh but uh then there was some crackers of all that mm, bop mm, <laughs> i can't do mm. um what Thanks. was the other one that come on today tub thumping chumba oh Wumba. god yeah and everyone loved that because um you got to sing piss in the night <laughs> and your parents to probably like double take on you a bit well, yeah, I mean, today I had the experience, and this has happened many a time, but of someone pulling up next to me at the lights and just looking and laughing, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so that was fun. But I haven't got a favourite year. When I look back at it, I'll probably discover one as, as we work our way through this, but I haven't got a favourite year. And I don't know whether that's just because I just like a bit of everything. Um, I think I've always said, uh, what's it? I know a lot about a little and a little about a lot. So I don't know whether it's because of that. I mean, the, I know it's not the 90s, but the 2000 really sticks in my head just because I was 18 that year. And I seem to remember a lot of good stuff. And I think that was the year that um, Rock DJ came out by Robbie Williams. Ooh. I think it was that year. And I yeah, because he would have followed up with Millennium, surely. I don't know when he did Millennium. You'd think it'd be around that time, <laughs> wouldn't you? But I remember that because it was my 18th birthday and uh, I got a pair of pants that had a tiger on like him and proceeded just to prance around in those at my 18th pie. Well, that and a grass skirt, it was a Hawaiian theme. Um, there's pictures somewhere. I might find some and yeah. bang them on Facebook. We'll get a Facebook page for this. I know we'll put pictures of me on my... Oh, because I can't get banned again. But either way, <laughs> I'll just put you in charge of the social. Yeah. I'll be the admin for it. I shall police it. Uh, but then, but that's really cool because then we can have polls and we can ask other people opinions. So um, for the 95 year, you know, Oasis versus Blur. The correct answer to that is, of course, poop. Um, but we can get into that when we get to 95. Uh, but yeah, that's what we would love. Loads of interaction. Tell us what you were up to in the in the years and the decades that we're talking about because that's what this is all about. Um, just sharing sharing memories, really. Yeah, I think we're going forward, we can do things like that as well so that um, we'll pick our favourite films from that year or the decade or whatever. And like I say, we can put them in a poll and we can see that I'm right on every single one. <laughs> I wonder I how you many were bringing the... wit. No, that's intelligence. <laughs> um, I, 
Um, I'm genuinely thinking that I reckon some of these films, or films, for example, will be the same. I think that when we come and say our favourite film, I reckon there'll be some that are at least in sort of the top three of each of us. Do you think, because you really like horror, don't you? And I hate it. So that's already a, that's a blip. Yeah, but it's not often that horror film goes in the, the top. It's like if I do a top 10, there might be seven horror films in it, but the, the first one might be a um, a Moulin Rouge or a West Side Story or um, somewhere else a bit soppy like that. Um, it's not often the top film. I don't know why. I don't know why that is because I am a big horror fan, yeah. So you'll see a lot of horror stuff. I've already mentioned The X-Files and that's pure horror. Yeah, um, I didn't watch, didn't watch The X-Files at all so there could be some education as well where there's the gaps that we discover um and we might even like put some stuff up about what should we watch that if we make a confession we've not seen it what should we go off and watch to sort of educate ourselves don't tell me the x-files because i don't like creepy things no it's fine i mean just i will mention that one more time because before we started recording we're talking about crushes um and yeah david decovney angela and anderson were both my crushes <laughs> <laughs> So I was in, yes, X-File heaven almost (laughs) at that age. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's that's good. Uh, You know, if we come in with our top fives, whether it's songs or albums or TV shows, films, whatever, you know, if if there's anything we can nominate each other or people can suggest stuff that we can listen to, because you can guarantee that when I come out and say, you know, my favourite film from the year or or, or your favourite song from the year, there's going to be people that disagree and, you know, uh, have preferences or have differences. So I think that's going to be interesting to hear. And like you said, I think that what I would love from this is that, you know, there's going to be, I reckon, at least, because uh, I worked out before, there's going to be at least seven people listen to this first episode. I, I pretty much, the goal is... And you know who they are by name. Yeah, one of them is <laughs> mum. So, um, but yeah, my, my personal goal, we haven't spoken about goals for this yet. My personal goal is to get to uh, double figures by the end of season one. Wow. Okay. Well, my goal is to just do it. All like, right. <laughs> just, just, just make it. I think we need double figures to get votes on those polls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's the key. Because I did put a poll at once for someone else, and it, every everything got not percent. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, I won't do that again then. Oh, it was like one person votes. <laughs> a hundred percent their way well that could be really good i would love to be like the only fan person in a group so literally i would just decide everything but that's not going to help with that double figure sort of goal no but we'll we'll see how that goes but as you said i think i I, i'd I'd be love to get some feedback from anyone that does listen and tell us um what your favourite years are going forward. So whether it's recovering them or telling us what years you're looking forward to us covering or what decades you're looking forward to covering, I think that that's, that's going to be interesting. And if you know it's coming up, let us know the stuff you want us to cover because uh, at least one of us will have an intelligent opinion and, uh, you know, it won't be me. So <laughs> I just all of a sudden had a real fear. Like, this isn't the podcast version of Fun With Flags, is it, from, from Big Bang Theory? I mean, the question of what's your favourite year? <laughs> I mean, we we can yeah. I think I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> what? Well, oh, right, hold on, because I'm going to do it then. But I know it's Sheldon Cooper. What's aim is Ferry Fowler. <laughs> so you know, welcome to Sheldon Cooper and 
Uh, Amy Farrah Fowler here <laughs> on Decapod. How did we come about with the name Decapod? I basically mashed together decades <laughs> and podcasts. And you went, no, that's shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kept using it in messages. And eventually I think you were kind of like, oh, bless it. Yeah, it's fine. Then we can use it. No, it's it's genuinely shit. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard as a name for a podcast. But it's stuck in my head and I can't refer to it as anything else now. So as you said at the beginning, if you still are expecting to hear about lobsters and prunes, then you're out of luck, I'm afraid. Well, my only other options, the only thing, all I can do is mash words together. So we'd either have to be Emery or, or Temma, which is too close to Tenor. Tenor lady. Um, yeah, maybe we read the it's right choice with Decapod, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe when we when we get famous, we can have the Terry and Emma show. Yeah. Or the Emma and Terry show. Can we have the Terry and June music? I don't know the Terry and June music. Do you know what? I don't know it off the top of my head. <laughs> um, then I'm going to say, yes, we can. <laughs> have to look it up after this but um so I think like I know we're kind of saying we're going to leave house till we get to like individual years but bearing in mind that we're kind of saying this is our 90s introduction have you got like an either an ultimate film song tv moment from the whole decade of the 90s I reckon um Oh dear me, it's a hard question because I've I've not worked on to. You'll be surprised how I've been doing actual research for this. Which (laughs) you know, if you know me, you know that's a miracle in itself. Although a lot of my research consisted just pressing random on Spotify playlists, but it all counts. In terms of films, I I managed to narrow down my top ten to thirteen. so I'm not going to give too many away just yet, but one one I'm going to give a shout to because I think I'm going to have to watch it again after seeing it in this list is Tremors, <laughs> which is just, oh, yeah, it's epic. It's a great film, it's Tremors. That sticks to me. And the other thing I've found, I know this is coming away from your question slightly, but it's seeing how many films I didn't realise were from the 90s. I think, uh, was it Terminator 2 was in, in the 90s? And I thought that was 80s. Yeah. I mean, my, your knowledge of film years, I mentioned this before, but your knowledge of films and the year is, is like, immaculate. I ain't got a clue. I'm I'm massive out with decades, so this is going to be a learning experience for me. So in terms of films, um, it, I've just found it interesting seeing what films were what year. In terms of TV shows, it, that that's interesting because it's not – We again, we were speaking before this, and I'm thinking along the lines of when did these shows start? But you mentioned about plot lines and, um, and plot stories. I'm like, that's probably a better way to do it. The key points happening in these shows. So it's really got me thinking since then about stuff like, um, I mentioned X-Files, but stuff like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, the different soaps like Neighbours and Home and Away and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think when it comes to music, if you, you know, go down the same route and say Will Smith, you know, it's getting jiggy with it. It's a brilliant song. Um, it's such a good album. Yeah, what was that? What was it called? I can remember the picture. It's like him sort of in a Statue of Liberty pose, wasn't it? Was yeah, it called Big Willie style or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. So that that was awesome. But also that was really my era because I just a massive 
boy band nerd, stuff like Backstreet Boys and Take That and Five and even a bit of NSYNC. I liked all that stuff. But yeah, uh, Britpop was awesome. Uh, you mentioned before about Oasis and Blur and Pulp and maybe I'll, I'll hold my opinion on that till we get to that episode because I've got a feeling you might shout at me. Oh, um, no. Well, Good. Well, actually, now I look forward to that. I just yeah. store up, <laughs> just store up some resting anger for it. Oh dear. Oh, everyone, everyone, dial in for him. Dial in, dial in. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was that was a night. This is what I wanted. Dial in broadband. I'm already there. I've transported myself back. Yeah, that's how. Uh, that's how my mum and dad used to know watch porn. <laughs> A bit of why why is this broadband bill like this? I won't call broadband that time. Why is in- internet bill like this? Why were you up at two in the morning? Like, sorry, <laughs> it's had the oral squeaky noise. When you try to do it, and then the other one, <laughs> and all them chat rooms, ASL. Jeepers. ASL. Yeah, it's oh, all flashy. Yeah. And if you don't know what ASL is, don't bother listening to 90s. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> probably going to be a nonsense of it is discussing ASL. I am. Um, I commented that on a TikTok video of the week, got an absolutely no response. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're too young. You're yeah. too young to know what that means. Well, yeah, I mean, oh God, without going into this particular area, I, as a driving instructor, it's like I've just realized the other day that my client base is approximately half my age. And that's quite <laughs> scary. Um, I've never thought of it that way before, but yes, they're half my age. Um, but so yeah, I think they were kind of my cultural uh, musical taste. But again, Robbie Williams, he was he was my biggest. I loved Robbie Williams. I think because I was going through that stage of oh, a voyage of self discovery in my teenage years of just not having a clue and assuming the world was against me and, and depression and those some of those Robbie Williams songs were sort of very much encapsulated how I felt at the time. So I very much gravitated towards him. And then you, you, you sort of move on to the, the new side, which probably won't talk about massively, but I think it's relevant to mention the key points. And, and, and two ones that stand out significantly for me, with, again, we're doing minimal research, um, <laughs> is, you know, Euro 96 was, you know, in the 90s, oddly enough. Um, and I was a, a massive football not at the time, and I can just remember, I, it was just such a wonderful tournament and and... You know, just see, it's a time when rarely one of the country kind of bonded together a bit. And then the other one that sticks in my head is, uh, oh, the Fugees. I said a flashback to the Fugees. I remember the Fugees from the 90s. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> and Wycliffe, Sean. There we go. Anyway, back to the, the news bit, I was saying. Um, yeah, so the other one that stands out, not the Fugees, it was uh, Tony Blair and, and Labour coming into power. I just felt that, and I think that's probably quite telling that the, the two things I mentioned there are probably times where initially the country just felt a little bit nice again. It felt a little bit mm. bonded together. So I think they will be some of my highlights around film and TV and, and, and news and, and, and that side of it. What would What would you throw into that mix? What would I throw into that mix? Um, I think I was the only person that didn't watch Euro 96. Um, I bought into the song because I had a massive, still have a massive crush on David Baddiel. He's just like top tier. And I actually really, really like, I love football, um, but I absolutely loved their show. Um, what was the football show called? Fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, I love fantasy football. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I just thought it was so funny. But yeah, mainly mainly for David Baddiel. Um, so that was probably a nice highlight for me. Something that was like 
really important to me personally and if anyone that went to school with me ever listens to this for that they'll roll their eyes um so I was a <laughs> So I'm going to, I need to be careful how I phrase this. I was a massive fan of the TV comedy Bottom. Because, uh, like, one of my comedy heroes uh, is Rick Mail. And uh, just absolutely loved it. And I remember, like, to a point where people were, like, where you were sort of screening over Robbie Williams, I, I, would, I would have loved posters of Rick Mail and just absolutely loved it and the highlight for me was when my dad or my mum and dad sorry gave put some tickets in hand to go and see bottom live <gasps> and I had the same reaction I think like I burst into tears when he walked on stage because it was that big a moment to me so you know like, you see people like fainting at concerts and things like that that was like my moment for that so that that's all really prevalent in my mind is that humor it has not aged well I have revisited it and um, it I just don't think people younger than us would get it but it was I don't know you know I love them in the young ones as well so there's that and yeah can I, can I jump in there yeah of course I kind of disagree with you and when you say it hasn't aged well I think it's one of the few companies that has because it, you go back and watch that, and and even the young ones, which was eighties, I think, mm. um, it's not racist. It's not massively sex. I mean, there's elements of sexism in that, but it's not. And you can see the humour in it. It that whereas you go back and look at other comedies, and they haven't aged well in that sense. I think Bottom has. I think that anyone to this day could watch it and find it funny. Uh, it's one of the. I can't believe I didn't think of that when you were saying it, and I genuinely ridiculously jealous you got to go see Bottom Live. I mean, I came into it a bit later. I, I think I started watching Bottom after it had finished. Um, so it was definitely the 90s when I started watching it. But, yeah, it was a phenomenal TV program. And, uh, yeah, same feelings about Rick Mail. And maybe maybe we'll take a, a moment every episode to read a passage from his autobiography. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> oh, is, it, is it really going to hurt you then if I tell you I ended up seeing it three times live? I mean, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Which ones did you see live? So Hogan's Island. Oh, that's my favourite one. <laughs> and then the two after that. Was it X grade Y fronts? Yeah, tour I think that was like the that. last one they did. Yeah. And I can't remember what the one in the middle, but I definitely went to see them. Yeah, saw three. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sad now. But either way, I, I interrupted you, but I just wanted to say that I, I just genuinely think it has aged well in the sense of that the, the comedy is still there and it's not offensive, at least. I don't, someone could prove me wrong on this now. I don't recall it being offensive, particularly unless you get offended by people being hit with baseball bats. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I guess the joke's always on them, which helps. But yes. Um, so, the, yeah, the only other sort of key things I, would, I wanted to call out is, yeah, Indie Girl, Brit Pop. I thought it was so cool because I used to nick my brother's jeans. And sort of like go swaggering into town, uh, wearing that kind of stuff. So I was like, just thought I was it because I like, and I felt like I liked all the cool music and things like that. Um, probably having a bit of smoke. Sorry, mum and dad, but I probably was having a little smoke and a little cider um, down the park. Um, they knew, uh, so that's fine. Um, and. Film-wise, there was one film I was going to call out because I know it will probably trigger you anyway, um, and that's Jurassic Park. Oh, now, yeah. it's the only film close to a horror 
that I've ever sat down and watched with my mum and dad because I think that's where I get that from. They don't really do horror. And I remember watching it and being really sort of engrossed by it and didn't think I was scared until there was a really intense bit towards the end. My dad threw a cushion at me and I burst into tears. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's another big, that's another big moment for me. And I'm just going to throw it in there as well um, because it's around the same time. And there was like this era in my life where Fridays and Saturday nights, my dad would get a VHS like by VHS and that was what we would do on a Saturday night we'd we'd watch a film together so I always remember Jurassic Park I remember absolutely hating my dad in that moment because he made me cry and then just laughed but the other film I really remember was Hook um yes in terms of like just stand out like loved it and I remember that as well because I got told off at the the start of the film going on because I was chitter chattering <laughs> and I'm and I didn't cotton on that um Phil Collins was cameoing as a policeman and um, so they're two key memories <laughs> film-wise as well I did not know Phil Collins cameo as a policeman. Well, you'd have got in trouble if you had been, <laughs> you'd have been in, in, in our household. You'd have also been in trouble because you would have been chatting and not realising Phil Collins was in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't really watch films with my parents. Um, we, we had massively different tastes. And also I was the, the stereotype teenager. I was too cool to be with my parents. Um so yeah, that 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 didn't go well. Um, obviously, you mentioned about um, uh, I think pulp being uh, being the big part, but I am interested. I know we're getting going to get into the years as we go along in future episodes, but you kind of mentioned it, so I'm intrigued. Would it have been a waste? I know pulp takes a top spot, like you said, but Oasis or Blur. So I've always been Blur, but I have changed that completely in recent years. Well, probably the last so 12 months or so. So in lockdown, there was this awesome um, indie disco that was created, an online disco, and I loved it. And I made like a little group of online friends. So obviously, loads of that music from that era was playing again. And I've got to say, the Oasis stuff made me more kind of like, yes, absolutely, because it's no matter what you think about West because they're the clever ones they are clever they evolved as musicians and like Damon in particular like he, he had gorillas and things had another band as well um you know they're the clever ones but you put you tell me an Oasis song you put on and you don't go tune and they're like <laughs> not instantly just like happy that that song's on and that's what they're good at they're good at just good songs that make you feel happy that they're on and you want to sing along to them um but I was I was I was always I got different class and just that was a day it's gonna sound really really knobby music kind of changed a bit for me that day because I listened to that album I was like he's singing to me because even from the first sort of song sorry going like down a 95 rabbit hole here but the the lyrics in misshapes I was like that's me because I'm not one of the cool kids I haven't got as much money as those people and I'm gonna have to sort of think my way out of this I know and I always knew I needed to get to university and then things would be okay after that because I grew up in a really small town oh so yeah it's always pulp um but places in my heart for both Blur and Oasis that's definitely got to be a poll um coming up when we get to 95 well, I mean, that's three of the polls. So we'd have Blur, Oasis and Pulp. The other one, the fourth one we could add to that poll would be the, the one that had the biggest musical impact on me and that made me rethink music and, and change my outlook on almost life at the time, which was Scatman John. 
<laughs> with his with his uh, multitude of hits. <laughs> yes, there was two. There was, there was I think, two. Was, yes, I believe there was the Scatman, which was the first one. Yeah. And I believe there was another called Scatman's World, <laughs> which I think was exactly the same, but it said World. I'm going to look this up, yeah. I really so want to go. And <laughs> <laughs> that's like super fun to do when that comes on. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> but there are some of the key things that sort of we're looking forward to and some of the highlights. Have you got any years or time periods, or I suppose even genres that you mentioned horror, but that you're not looking forward to looking at or reminiscing over? Um, I've got a funny feeling the 70s is going to be a bit dull and maybe a bit bleak. And I'm not feeling too comfortable anything post-2003 because I shut off from popular culture around then. Uh, so there's going to be that's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm not going to know um, in general, apart from films and things like that. So not too much, but, yeah, probably... Probably I can't. I just can't think of much exciting things from the seventies. Um, that you're probably going to prove me because you're going to go. Well, Jaws came out in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your point. <laughs> it, I mean, that's not the. You do quite a good impression of me, but that's not it. I don't know what that was. Um, that wasn't nice. So that definitely wasn't me. I'm half laughing, half offended. Yes. You should be, because I wasn't. <laughs> I genuinely wasn't doing your voice. That was my Mr. Right voice, if that makes sense. So that <laughs> like the man that pops up and kind of goes, "Oh, people find it's this," but that is not you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, episode one, we're into insults already. It's like, I mean, how long are we into it? Because I'm surprised it took as long as it has. Only about half an hour in, aren't we? So, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I give you a really nice intro to this start of this show as well. Right. You know, look, I'm all take, take, take. <laughs> take that. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. So I used to, um, oh, I loved take that. I, I loved, just before Indie Cool Emma came on the scene, I was just fangirl for for take that, and they were the posters all around my wall for a long time. Loved them. See, so, yeah, I used to go to school and pretend that I would like people like Coolio, um, <laughs> and I can't remember who else, but like dance music and stuff. Then I come home and chuck on take that. Yes, come on, uh, come on, come on, come on, take that and party. I don't what, know what that voice is. <laughs> I don't know. We do an impression of me singing to it, but is that what that was? I mean, you can provide the musical uh, bits of this show, so I'm not going to. Because as bad as the impression that was, it's still better than me actually singing. <laughs> um, the, the ones I'm not overly looking forward to, I'm, to be fair, there's nothing I'm not looking forward to because I think that, like you said, the 70s, I can't think of much excitement there either. However, I reckon we're going to find some real treasures I think it's it's one of those where there'll be a lot of crap, but there'll be some hidden gems that we've forgotten or that I didn't realise come out in the 70s. Wow. Um, Star and I think that, Wars. There you go. That's just jumped into my head. So Star Wars, that's a good start, isn't it? And then I was thinking Godfather. I think that's 75, maybe. No, maybe 72 or 73. Don't know. 
I refer back to my other comment of you having really good knowledge of when films were out. I thought yeah, Star was I... the 80s and I thought The Godfather was 86. So, oh, yeah, no. I ain't but, got a clue. So, like, spoiler alert for the 90s, something that I found out about 1990, which blew my mind because I did know The Godfather started in about 1975. Godfather Part 3, 1990. Oh, that's a long time, boy. Um, doesn't make any sense. No, that's a, a massive separation. If the other one was 70 or something. Unless it was re-released. I'm going to check my note because it just that just feels too big a gap. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to mention one thing you said. You, spoiler alert for the 90s. I mean, you haven't... <laughs> so, I mean, on that note, anyone that's listening to this show, we're probably going to spoil some stuff from the 70s and 60s. So if you haven't seen every film from 1970... <laughs> Don't listen to the show when we get onto the seventies. I just went. It was one of my my points of interest. So when I mention it for the nineteen ninety episode, right. act surprised. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll practice now. Wow, that's such a long time. Yeah. yeah, and I can drop you some knowledge bombs about um, Phil Collins' period in Hook. <laughs> And I'll go, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> um, I that. The, as the, just to, to wrap up on that, I think the only thing in a weird way I'm not looking forward to is the late 90s. Because uh, just, oh, God, a little bit solemn for a second. Like I said that was the bit where I was really not in a, a good place mentally. And that's when I went down the rabbit hole of watching some dark stuff, <laughs> some dark oh. So I think that that one might be a little bit... Might be a little bit tre- trepid, trepidatious, trepid, timid, or whatever the word is around that. Um, but it's not I'm not looking forward to it. I suppose it's more I'm intrigued to see what else was going at that point. But I'm also a bit like you. I don't think I've listened to a new song since 2000. Um, oh, that's good. No, I can't think of anything. Every now and again, the wife will. Have you listened to this like now? <laughs> no. I was um, I was proud of myself. I got into Kasabian. So. Right. That's about, um, yeah. What, what TV programs that? <laughs> He's uh, warmed up now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm mildly distracted. This is uh, going to be a visual reference. <laughs> I, like, I always have problems with my lighting and I'm just like in shadow. <laughs> I don't know why. My lights are really bright. So I need to figure that out. It's just putting me off. I can't see myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, you know, if, if you need to be able to see yourself to perform to the best of your abilities, <laughs> I, I just get a torch. Well, <laughs> we might use video clips and everyone's gonna be like, What's she doing? <laughs> right. Where's Emma? <laughs> right. Can just see Terry and his you know shiny light on his head. There's a silhouette. On the other side, we could start a game, a new book. You had where's Waller, we're going with where's Emma. <laughs> yeah, we're like spot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be me, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, is there anything else that you would like to uh, to discuss or cover on this this introductory, this this opening episode, this this voyage of discovery we're about to go on? Um, Star Trek reference. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> there's going to be Star Trek references throughout this this show because that goes Yay. on for a multitude of decades. Oh. I believe it's seven years. I could be wrong with that, but we've got many a decade 60s. of Star Trek. Six, even more decades of Star Trek to come. Yeah. Um, anyway, anything else that, that you want to raise or, or mention or discuss? I hadn't considered all the Star Trek. I'm now... <laughs> I'm in a place of regret. I'm going to need to just sort of process the amount of Star Trek that's going to come up because I moved home to get away from that. But never mind. Um, no, nothing other than um, we've already kind of mentioned this, but the more interactive we can be, like we'll get loads of chats going on the Facebook um, page and groups and things like that. So chat to us. We might get We might get people to come in and talk as well um if there's like other shows and things so look out for those as bonus podcasts but yeah just really happy to be doing this and yeah hope it's entertaining yeah and two things i'm going to touch on there firstly you'll notice i didn't mention anything star trek until we recorded this this episode that was just a secret (laughs) ploy i just wanted a star trek show with someone that didn't like star trek (laughs) secondly yeah we'll get some people to come in because we'll see if we can get adrian edmondson to come in and talk about bottom that'd be pretty cool yeah i mean He'd probably be fed up for me because I approached him um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Why don't I... How do I know that whenever I say someone, you know, you can start off there probably fed up with me or I've made an attempt to contact them previously? I was... Um, it was for my dissertation and I was doing... I did something all about how to make violence in comedy um, humorous. Like, it shouldn't be funny. And it was like looking at a history of slapstick and I wrote to both of them and they both both declined so i don't know if he'll remember that right, <laughs> from that so, that 2004 so like 16 years ago <laughs> you're gonna tweet him and he's just gonna go fuck off <laughs> it's her again but, yeah but i think you might i'll tell you what if he remembers that i'll be mightily impressed I um, the other thing his I'm, agent showed him <laughs> yeah it'll be funny though won't it <laughs> was that is that the same emma <laughs> it is you know um, um, yeah, also got a slight panic there when you mentioned Facebook groups and Facebook page. I'm like, oh no, more work. But yes, I, I concur with that, more interactive, because as much as uh, I enjoy talking to your good self, and I'm sure you enjoy talking to me even more, that anyone, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? <laughs> oh, get out of it. Um, we'll be, be welcome for uh, anyone to, to send messages, to send tweets, and I'm sure. But hopefully by the time we release this, I might even be somewhere to send them to. So because um, <laughs> at the minute there isn't. But uh but yeah, so you know, if not, you can find me. I'm it is Terry Cook and Emma Morgan. <laughs> yeah, because oh. they're not they're not really common names. <laughs> yeah. Well just guess. It's cute. Just yeah, find just yeah, find every Terry every Terry cookie you find on social media, and just say, "Can I come on Decapods?" <laughs> just send that message. Actually, no, do not ask to come on Decapods because if you like speak to a biologist, they're going to get a completely different idea from that. <laughs> they'll find us. Don't worry, they'll find us. We'll build it, and they and they will come. It'll be fine. And if you've listened all the way to the end of this episode to then get on the end of that joke, I apologise to you now. (laughs) 
Oh, yes. So there is, there's nothing else to add there. Uh, so we will wrap up now. We'll be back soon, hopefully next week, with our first episode. We'll be covering 1990. So uh, I am going to say goodbye, and I will leave you in the uh, the amazing words of the wonderful and ever commonly named Emma Morgan. <laughs> Thanks so all. Thank you. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week for 1990. Strap in. Strap in? <laughs> Is that, is that the tagline we're using? <laughs> we haven't discussed this. Wait, I'll let you get away with decapods. <laughs> we're not having strapping. I mean, I'd, I'd like you, if you'd have said, like, strap into the DeLorean, I could have, I could have stomached that, but strap in. Right? I'm going to give you one more chance, and it's not getting edited. Right? I'm just going to throw it over to you again. Right? I'm going to leave you in the wonderful, capable hands, clearly capable hands, of Morgan, who's going to wrap up the show. No pressure. Thanks, Terry. Uh, yeah, so that was that was episode one. Um, hopefully you're getting a feel for what we're about. We're not taking ourselves too seriously. Hopefully you won't either. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you and really, really looking forward to episode 1.5 I'm not be so good at this kind of thing we'll see you for 1990 see you later strap him <laughs>